0: Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. I just wanted to talk to you today about self-love, and I know that I've talked about this before, but when I did my meditation today and asked, what do people really need to hear?, this message came out loud and clear. There are so many of us who just don't love ourselves enough. I know that we're all working on it. Those of you that are listening to my podcast, I know you must be working on it because you wouldn't be listening to a podcast like mine if you weren't willing to hear someone tell you every five seconds what you needed to do to improve your life like I do. So you must want to really improve your life. You must want things to be better. The problem is, we often look to outside sources for making our lives better. How can I improve my finances? How can I improve my relationships? Instead of looking internally at what is it that I'm doing? What can I do better for myself that's going to make these other things better? And the thing is, you can get financial advice until you're blue in the face you know someone can talk to you about what you need to do to get your finances in order and until you really truly have a good relationship with yourself and respect and love yourself all that other stuff is not going to get fixed because the one thing that it all stems from is your relationship with you and how you feel about yourself because we carry these Limiting beliefs, you may have heard them referred to as, deep down inside of us. Now, you may know them as other things. You may think of them as um, insecurities. Maybe you've heard them as that. It doesn't matter what you want to call them, whatever you choose to call them. It's the same thing. It's those pesky little inner voices in our head that keep us stuck and hold us back. Because the voice tells us things like, you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not smart enough, you don't know enough, you're not talented enough, this is never going to work out, things aren't going to come together, and the list goes on and on and on. And I know that many of you have these insecurities because you write to me and tell me about what you struggle with. And the truth is that I am right there with you. I have had the same struggle. We've all had struggles, every single one of us, at some point in time in our lives. In fact, it's something that most of us still deal with. It's just that some of us have decided that we're not gonna let it hold us back. And some of us have learned what to do when those insecurities start popping up, and they will. They'll pop up for you it will happen because we get tested the universe is trying to figure out have you learned the lesson yet and sometimes we get better sometimes it takes me a lot longer to lose it over things but i still do occasionally lose it because i'm a human being and i'm fortunate enough that i have somebody that If I tell this person, you know, hey, I had a bad day, here's what happened, that person puts things into perspective for me and basically throws my own words back at me, which I think we all need sometimes. And I don't necessarily like it, but I know it's true. Like I know that I am still being tested to see if I'm getting better at not letting things trigger me. And I know that I'm never going to stop being tested. It will just be different tests, if that makes sense. Because once I feel like I've done really well, and I've passed a test in one area of my life, the universe is going to say, "Oh, but you still have this. Oh, but you're still insecure about this. Because life is like one giant school. We're here to learn, and we're here to grow. And what happens if you don't pass the test in school? Is it that you never see the subject matter again? No. You keep getting tested. The instructor says, you have to take this, you know? I remember when we had multiplication tables at school, and it was extremely frustrating because we had to take that test until we passed it. And the teacher broke it down for each number, you know, so you had to pass your zeros test. And then we had to pass our ones test and our twos test and then our threes. And I remember she was actually very creative. She made us cut out a picture, cut out, uh, like we had to trace our hands on paper and we had to cut the, the hands out. Oh my gosh, I'm having trouble speaking today. We had to cut the hands out and then she taped candy to each finger. And when we passed that test, then we got that piece of candy, which was, of course, you know, candy's still a great motivator. And my high schoolers love getting candy for, you know, doing anything. But we had to take that test until we passed it. And there were some kids who were stuck on the twos and the threes for a long time. And there were kids who had aced through it and they would have their whole hand, you know, done and then on to the second one. We're all at different levels, and we're all having different tests given to us. So when you say you're seeing someone's life and you say, you know, oh my gosh, I'm not where they are, I should be where they are, don't compare yourself. You're not even taking the same test. Okay, that's a totally different test for that person. So don't compare yourself. And what the universe is really saying is, You need to love yourself so deeply and completely because a lot of these tests that we keep failing have to do with us loving ourselves or setting healthy boundaries for ourselves, which is part of loving yourself. When you love yourself, you don't allow people to walk all over you. But when you are insecure, and you don't love yourself deeply and completely you'll allow people to step all over you because you think you're being nice and you think you're being flexible and I don't know about you but I was always taught like oh you should be a nice girl right you need to be polite you need to be nice you need to be kind and that was drilled in my head but there comes a point when it isn't about being nice it's about respecting yourself and respecting your own boundaries and not allowing other people to make you feel bad about yourself or to push things onto you that you don't want to do or to take advantage of your kindness and your willingness to be there for that person. Because we've talked about energy vampires before and there are people who will come into your life and they're kind of in and out. They come in whenever they need you, when they need your energy, they need your sympathy, they need your kindness. They will come in and load everything on you, feel better, go away again, and then you don't hear from them until they need you again. And this can be even in relationships that you have. You know, a lot of women will pick guys who do that to them, they're in and out. They wanna come in until they feel a little bit better And then they leave and they move on to something that's maybe different or whatever. And then they come back when they're, you know, when they need you again. And when you allow someone to do that, number one, you're allowing them to drain you of your energy. Because it takes so much energy to sit and listen to someone's problems all the time. It just really does. So you're allowing them to drain you of your energy. And not only that, but you're allowing them to... Take advantage of your kindness and to only be there when they need you and not the other way around. You know, if, if you needed them, that person would not be there. And unfortunately, that's the sad fact that a lot of people want to come in and lay down a heavy burden on someone else, but then when the other person needs them, they're nowhere to be found. But if you love yourself and you set a healthy boundary, that doesn't happen because you'll notice that pattern and you'll say, look, I wanna be here for you but I don't have time to be here for you whenever you just feel like it. And it's not being mean to say that to somebody, it's just respecting your own boundaries. Because if someone was truly, truly wanted to be a part of your life, they would find a way to be a part of your life and not just when they needed to feel better. And in a lot of ways, too, we attract, and I know I've said this before, but I still feel like it needs to be said again, we attract our tribe and also the people that we might consider to be our romantic partners, our soulmates, whatever you want to call it. We attract those people with our energy first. So if you don't love yourself deeply and completely... You're going to attract someone, A, who doesn't love themselves either, or B, who takes advantage of you because, again, they see you as someone who's nice and compassionate and willing to be there for them. And most of the time it's just emotionally that they take advantage, but, you know, there are people out there who will take advantage of you financially too. They'll say, well, I know this person will help me because they always do. And it's terrible that there are people like that out there who would do that. Unfortunately, there are. So if you're not protecting your own energy, you could be a victim to someone like that. And really, all of the things that we believe about ourselves, that influences everything in our lives. We believe we're capable of doing things then we go out and do it. But when we have these doubts, we tend to let the doubts creep in and it keeps us stuck. It's like we don't even try the things we want to try to do because we just think that we're going to fail. We don't even trust in the fact that we have a whole spiritual team behind us who's willing to help us and wants to help us and that we're capable, that we came here to do all of these magnificent things and yet so many of us do nothing and not literally nothing but you know what I mean you're not living your purpose you're not doing what you were meant to do and it's because you're allowing that self-doubt to creep in and tell you that you're not good enough or that you're not going to be successful you know if I let every failure and setback hold me back it wouldn't be where I am today and I read something online today that I thought was interesting. It was a, a meme on Facebook, and it said that the people who have tried a thousand times and have failed have done way more than anybody who never even tried at all. And the truth is that it's absolutely correct. If you don't do anything, you're, you have nothing to show for it. And if you try and you fail, at least you have something to show for it, right? Like I tried. I tried. I tried. And I don't know why we think failure is scary or that it should be something that's humiliating. Failure means that it was your first attempt in learning. You tried it, it didn't work that way, and now you're gonna try something else. That's all it means. Failing should not be shameful. And it shouldn't be something that someone makes fun of someone else because they fail. Because you know what it means? It means you got up, you went out, and you tried. And most of the time, people get up, they go out, they try, and if they fail, they do it again. And like that multiplication test, they just keep trying. And it's that determination every time. And you know the people. You can see it. They're the ones. They accomplish things because they don't give up. I remember when I got to, like, I think the eights. The eights for me, I was like, okay, this is getting harder. I don't know. And I could have said, well, I've come this far. I don't have to do the whole thing. But I remember my teacher saying, you can do this. Like, look, you can do it. You've done all of this so far. Now we're just adding one more. It's no big deal. And to me, those were always the teachers that I personally made a connection with and that I liked and this is what I try to do with my students is I try to instill in them that it doesn't have to be perfect and you don't have to get it right the first time or the second or the third even just keep going keep trying nobody's gonna look at your report card and be like oh it took you that many times no when we graduate Who cares? I don't know what I got in high school anymore. But it did teach me to keep pushing through. And that's the thing, like with all things in life, we get so caught up in the ego portion of it, don't we? How's it going to look if I fail? I'm going to be embarrassed. Everyone's going to make fun of me. You've got to tell that ego to shut up. You've got to tell the ego to get lost. Because the ego is keeping you stuck. And part of the whole process of transformation, of spiritual elevation, is death of ego. And death of ego says that I no longer care what people think about me or how they see me, or if someone makes fun of me, I don't care. And I have to tell you that I definitely worried about that when I first started my podcast and I first started posting things. My first post on Facebook, I was so scared to post it because I thought, well, what are people going to think? They're going to think I'm weird. What if nobody likes this? What if nobody shares it? And you know what? At first, nobody did. Nobody did. I think my mom might have because she felt bad. You know, she wanted to help me out. Like, oh, here's my daughter. Please support her. So she might have shared something. But no one else did. And I could have let my ego get in the way and say, well, now everyone thinks I'm weird. I put this out there. Now nobody liked it. And now I'm all by myself. And I'm going to have no friends. But I didn't. And I would gradually at work start to talk about what I did. And at first I would get looks. And then I would think, so what? So what? And it's the most freeing thing that you'll ever experience. And honestly, for me, a lot of good came out of it. And people responded in a much different way than I expected, a much better way. And it was great. It was amazing. I was so happy about that. And same with the podcast. I was worried how those two listeners... We're going to feel who listened to me at first. It wasn't really two. It might have been more like seven. I don't know. There weren't very many. And then I just started seeing the number grow. And I didn't do anything different other than, you know, just trying to make sure I was very consistent. But it just started growing. But if I would have listened to my ego and said, nobody's going to listen. They're going to think I'm weird. Why do they care what I think? I wouldn't still be here doing this. And I would never have dreamed that to miss a day of doing a podcast, anyone would reach out enough to, or care enough, excuse me, to reach out and say, are you okay? There's no podcast. But people do. And that's an amazing feeling to know that me not giving up is affecting other people's lives so whatever limiting beliefs you're holding on to the universe is saying it's time to let it go because you're supposed to be out there doing something your life has a purpose and your life is impacting everyone around you even if you don't realize it and when you change yourself and you work on yourself those around you shift too And I would have never believed that, not in a million years, until I actually witnessed it within my own family. And I was just completely stunned that that's how it worked out. But it did. And so I say, get to work on yourself yourself take care of yourself because when you start doing that, things are going to change for you in amazing ways. And if you are struggling with how do I do that, how do I change myself, how do I get rid of these limiting beliefs, well, number one, you could join my program, A Purposeful Pilgrimage. It's still out there. And it is 23 daily lessons that are bite-sized, manageable chunks, but they are tools that you can use every day to help you live a better life, to get rid of those limiting beliefs and to help you learn how to love yourself more. But there are a lot of other free tools out there too. There are tappings you can do and you can search YouTube. Brad Yates has some. You can meditate. You can use mantras. Reiki is another thing that can help you when you clear and balance your energy chakras and you heal that emotional wounding from your childhood, all of that stuff can help you. And there's so many great tools out there. The universe is just asking you to actually get started. Just do something. I'm going to pull a card for you guys today. And the card that I pulled is from the Crazy Sexy Love Notes deck. It's you can't please everyone. When you're focused on living up to other people's standards, you aren't spending enough time raising your own. Some folks expect you to act a certain way and march to the beat of their boring drum. They find safety and sameness, but you have beautiful music inside you. Your flair is meant to be shared. Don't shrink to fit in or get approval. Instead, dump your need to please and just be your magnificent self. I love that. Really, the best advice, be yourself. Be who you are meant to be. Do what makes you happy. You cannot go wrong there. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being with me today. If you like this podcast, please share it with others. Please subscribe. Please leave comments and feedback. That helps me tremendously, and I really appreciate it. And if you would like to work with me, you can book a session with me through my website. You can check out my website to see what it is I offer. If you have questions, you can contact me either through text, phone. You can email me. You can send me messages on Facebook and Instagram. Or you can contact me if you want to book a session and you'd rather just book it through me personally. That way, a lot of people do that. They just prefer it, and I am perfectly fine with that. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day. Don't forget to join me on my Facebook Lives. I go live once a week and I do card readings for you. It is a lot of fun, so make sure you're there joining us. And if you can't catch the live, you can always catch the replay where I also draw some names and pick people for card readings for that as well. I wanna thank you again for taking time out of your busy day to be with me I really appreciate it, and I can feel the positive energy that you all send me. So thank you. Thank you so much, and thank you to all of my listeners who send me beautiful gifts. That's so sweet and kind. It means the world, and I truly appreciate that. I hope that you have a wonderful day. I'm sending you massive love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.